Hey friends, it's Cody. I'm here with a special episode for you today. Some of our Free Chapel College students sat down for a student panel this month during College Preview Days. They shared some of what they've learned and what it's like to be a student, and so we wanted you to hear. If you're interested in being developed as a leader, gaining hands-on ministry experience, earning your degree, or you're just passionate about building God's kingdom, I want to encourage you to check out Free Chapel College. It's not a traditional path, but after all, you weren't called to live a traditional life. You can get all the information you need by simply texting COLLEGE to 510-510. I really think it could be the thing to change your life forever. Well, anyway, let's get into it. I hope you enjoy this episode. We love you. go. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. This is our last session of the day, so we're really excited that you guys are in the room with us. You guys have hung out with us since yesterday, had some good food. Um, I'm going to introduce our panelists in a second, but before we do that, I just wanted to, um, again, just thank you for being here, giving up your time to um, hear what we're all about, feel the the vision of us and the culture. Um, the reason why we do pan- panels like this, I know we just had like our round table with our alumni, um, but it's for you guys to gain the spirit and gain the vision of our, of our program and our church. I think we could tell you all the logistics and the facts about our program all we want, but it's not until you guys hear student stories of them actually in the program, in their classes, living in our housing, things like that, that um, really give you perspective into what it is to be a student here at Free Chapel College. So um, I got all my lovely panelists to my right. Let's thank them for being here. Um, Yeah, let's just go around and introduce ourselves. Let's say... Uh, what year we are, what practicum, and then I want to know what your go-to gas station snack is. Yeah, Anthony's going to start us off. Uh, your name, for first or second year, and then your practicum, and then your snack. Gotcha, that's four things. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'll so you. my name is Anthony, and I... Hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> and I'm... Wow, what a guy. What a guy. I'm actually a first year, um, and and the practicum that I'm a part of, and I can't say it's the best one, but it's the best one. I'm a part of the worship practicum uh, here. Come on, James, I love you. Shout out to James, I love him so much, James. Um, and uh, what else? My favorite uh, gas station snack is the Lifesavers, the gummies. All right, my name is Josh, also known as... <laughs> I also got the nickname OJ since there's so many other Joshes. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, other Josh. That's what it stands for. But um, I'm a... F- <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> uh, I'm a first year as well, and I'm actually doing multiple practicums for this first year. Uh, and so I've done young adults... I've done youth, of course, and then right now I'm in kid pack, but I just love serving, so. Um, <laughs> and then uh, gas station food. Um, so, I mean, they have, uh, what's it called? Q, Q- QT, what's it called? They're, like in the Midwest, there's just the, there's way better gas stations out there in Arizona. Anywhere east from here is way better. And they had, I forget what it's called. Is it Quick Trip, yeah. But they're taquitos are to die for there. So that's my favorite gas station food. Nice. All right, my name is Autumn. Um, I am a first year, and my practicum is creative media. Shadani Marina in the back. Um, they're the best. My gas station snack, I get a Red Bull. And I don't know if y'all have ever been to Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky's is like the bougie gas station. It's based in Texas, but they have them all around the South. So there's one near where I'm from. And it's like, it's their bathrooms, the stall, crazy. It's a great place. So I get anything from Bucky's. You should go. Stupid. <laughs> Um, hi, my name is Elizabeth. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm a second year, 
and I'm in the creative media and um and production at times and um and my gas station snack well it's water Cheetos and a take five oh yeah solid it's like chocolate because I have to have salty sweet and then I'm th- always thirsty so <laughs> alright I am Matt Yes, I'm a first year and I'm in the production practicum and gas station is a Sprite and I'll run the Sun Chips probably. Um, My name's Morgan. Um, I'm a first year student and I'm currently in the college practicum with Angel Um, and my gas station snack. I feel like I go two different ways. So it's either like a Red Bull and like the nerds rope candy Um, or um, I'm a kombucha girl. I love kombucha. So I find some type of kombucha. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ashley. Ashley. (laughs) I'm a second year and I'm in the worship practicum. (laughs) And my gas station snack is a coconut water and I'll get the octopus gummies but they have to be the berry flavor and if I'm feeling spicy I'll get some turbos (laughs) hello my name is Weston and I am a part of the worship practicum And uh, my gas station snack go-to is some type of tea, first off, to drink. And then I really love the Belvita biscuits. Ooh. Like, especially the blueberry. These hit different. Yeah. So There was so many different answers up here. All I, sa- I told them the question a little bit before, and I said, as long as no one's eating a chili dog from a gas station, I'm okay with it. Taquitos were close, but we'll let it slide. Um, well, thank you guys for being up here with me. I think it's so exciting just to see the different perspectives, the different years, the different practicums. Um, we got different states represented up here, um, and we'll get all into all of that. But um, just diving in right now, I just wanted to see um, why everyone came to decide to come to Free Chapel College. I think this is a huge um, decision day for a lot of people. So, Autumn, let's start with you. Why did you decide to come to Free Chapel College? Um... So honest answer, it was just the most affordable and easiest route to get to California. I have been wanting to move to California since I was 15, and um, but ministry is something I've always been around my whole life. It's something, an environment I was familiar with. Um, so I knew, especially once I visited, that it was just going to be a safe ground to land on out here. It's a, It would provide community and safety. Um, I had absolutely no idea the things that God would unravel through my obedience um, and all that. But the decision, honestly, was kind of like what Marco and Vanessa said. It was just a step. Like, I really, I didn't, I wish I could say, like, yeah, I really prayed about it. No, like, I just, here I am. Like, it happened so fast. Um, but God worked through all of that. And I think something to note is that, um, Autumn made a big move. She's from Alabama. And so I know there was a lot to, you know, in that decision and to coming out here. Um, on that note, how has Free Chapel College, I know you're already a first year, but how has Free Chapel College set you up for success in the future? I, wanna, I want you to talk about what you see yourself doing. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I came out here wanting to be an actor um, and a director and producer. I kind of do all of it in the film industry. Um, and so... I thought coming out here, it was like the long route because at the beginning I felt kind of trapped. I was like, I want to be in, I can work in movies, but now I'm in ministry. Um, But I think that they ended up being the shorter route because God, he just wants to pull me close and um, this was the way to do it. And uh, it's, it's crazy looking back, like how extremely divinely orchestrated it was. So I think moving into the industry I do, it's a very godless industry and my heart is for creators. And um, I think building my faith now and being so solid in it um, will mean so much for after this program. Um, and I, I do realize how important it was to be here and press into just God. Like not even what God has for me, but just God himself. Um, press into that before pressing into my passions. 
Right. And I love that you get to pursue your passion even here in the creative practicum. Um, And I think something that is maybe a misconception about Bible college or ministry school is that it's not just for people who want to go into full-time ministry. Um, It's for people who see themselves in the business world, in the film industry, um, all across the board. And so, Elizabeth, I'd love for you to um, talk to that too as well of how does this program set you up for success even though um, you might not see yourself in full-time ministry? Um, I think we've like talked a lot about it is just like the leadership skills you learn here um, are honestly unlike you'll learn anywhere else. Before um, I came here, I was in a four-year university and I still like was never given quite as much responsibility as I'm given here. And just like the leaders that I'm under have taught me so much, not just about like my craft, but who I am as a person. And they've like really helped me develop that. And so I'm really grateful for that. And I think um, apart from like just the leadership aspect of it, which obviously will help you in any field that you decide to go into, because anywhere you go, like you're going to, you're going to lead people in like whatever it is. And, um, but also ultimately is just, even for me is just, um, my relationship with God. Cause I feel like before I came here, I didn't really have one. And so now that I've built that relationship with him, it's prepared me to go anywhere. Like I have the confidence, um, to, to really step out into unfamiliar waters, knowing that like God will, like God has my back. God will will guide me where I need to go. God God will like answer my prayers, which He always has. So I think being somewhere like Free Chapel College has really just shown me that honestly, like as cheesy as it is, like anything is possible with God. And so like now I can step out of here, like honestly, just ready to take on um, take on the world with that confidence that like God's with me. Yeah. And I think we'll talk about practicums in a little bit, but um, I love that. I mean, both of you guys are doing, both Autumn and Elizabeth are doing the certificate track. And so we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but Free Chapel College offers two academic programs, either through Southeastern University or our certificate track. And so um, I want to talk about both. But Morgan, do you think you could tell us why you chose the Southeastern degree seeking track? Yeah, I um, kind of was in a place like when COVID happened where I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. And I was really um, confused with where God was calling me. Um, and then I just kind of had like made time to be like praying about it and be really thinking about it. And I felt God give me like a very, very clear um, path and a clear vision of like what to do. And so I had previously like worked in ministry and I was like, I know I don't want to just do ministry and um, business really intrigued me. And so um, I kind of switched to, I decided I had wanted to um, work in the business side of like nonprofits and um, churches. So pretty much just being a business manager, like for a nonprofit. And I was so excited about it. I was like pumped about it. I remember sitting down and telling my mom, like, I like finally think I figured out what I want to do. And like, she was like, oh, that's great. She's like, how are you going to do that though? She was like, you already have the ministry stuff. She's like, you've worked in that. She's like, but you need to continue working in ministry. You also have to get a business degree. And she was like, like, what are you going to do to be able to do both of those, you know? And I was like, oh, like, I didn't, God didn't tell me about that part of it. Like, I was like, that's okay. I guess we have to think about that now. And so um, we'll talk a little bit about like how I ended up here later, but like pretty much like I, when I found Free Chapel and heard that they do um, an extension site through Southeastern and I saw that they offer business courses, like I was like, this is literally exactly what I was praying for and exactly like what I needed. Like the fact that I can be here here throughout the week, learning from some of the like best leaders like I've ever met, learning, being around some of the best people I've ever met, getting um, amazing, being in amazing classes, getting like a great education in this and still be getting my bachelor's degree is like crazy. Like that's mind blowing to me that I'm getting a bachelor's degree in business while still like learning ministry and learning um, just deeper into the Bible and and about leadership. Um, So I think that that's what really like drew me into that. And then also like the affordable part of like practically like doing SEU through free chapel is insanely affordable. Like I look at like my like tuition at the end of like the semester and I'm like, I cannot believe that this is all I pay. Like it's, the college wasn't something I thought was going to be affordable for me or like something that was attainable. And then like through this and like, they've just made it very possible to realistically do it on a budget. 
Yeah, I love that you tied into, like, you wanted to get your business degree, but also get hands-on ministry experience. And so it's kind of like a blend of both. Um, Anthony, you're also in, in our SCU track. Um, how has your experience been like? And um, how, specifically taking classes, is it difficult to take online and in person? How is that like for you? Yeah, well, I think SCU is like any uh, online program that you take, right? I think it it takes, like... Uh, discipline, you know, to be able to do it. But honestly, all the SEU students out there, we've all just kind of made a support kind of group between each other. And like, um, honestly, it's it's not easy and it's not hard. It really just depends on you, right? Like school, it's work, yeah. right? Like um, you really have to put in the time, you know, like um, you really have to put in the work, you know, and it hasn't been easy, but like, hey, we're getting there. Come on. Somebody in Jesus' name, uh, but like, uh, I think one of the coolest things I think uh, I will I would want to make an emphasis of this is be, that Free Chapel has made it av- available to us to yes, classes are online for SCU students, but we can also like right now we're taking a New Testament class and we're getting like live in person lectures, uh, like. I like every Wednesday um, and we get to sit with a live professor and learn the lectures like here in person. And then we do the homework online and then he works it out really work. He's working with us. So it's really cool. And I think there's like, um, I think more of that is probably going to happen in the future to come as well. So like super cool that we're able, um, in Jesus name, uh, but we're able, we're really, it's so versatile, um, but yeah, I mean, I think school is school and it's work. And I think you have to have that mentality coming into it for sure. Yeah. And I think all the Southeastern students can probably speak into that. Um, of It does take time to do your discussion boards and your papers and all that, all while balancing um, your practicum and serving at church. Um, but it's, it's worth it. And yeah, we, Anthony kind of did a plug, but we will have more in-person SCU classes soon. Um, Ashley, could you speak into why you chose the certificate uh, track? I chose the certificate track because I just wanted to go deeper into what the Lord has called me to do. I've known already for a while that um, God has called me into the worship ministry. Um, I mean, I know right now exactly how that looks like, but I know that that's what he has called me to do. And so um, during quarantine, I was just laying in bed and I remember I was so bored and I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm just sitting here in my room. And um, I had seen the college for a while now and I was just kind of like, I was talking to my parents about it. They're like, you should do it, you should do it, you should go. And so I did it and it's like, awesome. It's like really let me to just dive into what the Lord has called me to do. I remember the first year, yeah. <laughs> the first year, um, Cody, Jake, and Pastor Sean, they saw um, just my heart for wanting to serve God and, and to really like fall into like just worshiping him. And they gave me, they entrusted so much in me. The first year I was like, well, Lord, like this is crazy. But <laughs> it's just awesome. I love it. That's why I chose it. I wanted to go in deeper into what the Lord has called me to do. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Why did you choose the certificate track? Yeah, so funnily enough, I had actually like dropped out of a four-year like uh, university in 2019. I was just like, school's not for me, I'm done. Um, So I didn't really know why I first joined actually because we were at a third Wednesday service and I was actually going to go down to uh, the medical examination like MEPS to join the Navy because I wanted to be in Naval Special Forces. (laughs) And I talked with Cody and I told him, like, I don't know if this is the right decision. I'm, like, super nervous. He's like, well, like, why don't you come check out the college, you know, see what this is about. And I kid you not, like, the Sunday, which was really the day before I was supposed to go down to San Diego, God convicted me. He's like, you're supposed to join the college. And I basically had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no, like, clear direction. But, I mean... I started asking God questions and, you know, he just kind of led me to John chapter 12, which is the story of Mary pouring um, perfume on Jesus' feet. And the perfume, the amount of perfume she poured on his feet was like two years worth of wages. And so that's like counterintuitive to like our human understanding or like nature. Like, why would we do something like that? But then I'm like, this program's two years. Mm. Like why, I feel like I'm wasting myself on this program. But then I realized like, I feel like that, but in reality, from a spiritual standpoint, God's actually pushing me forward. He's pulling me closer to where he wants me to be. 
And so when I understood that what I thought was like my sacrifice was actually like an offering to God, yeah. right? It, it was something that he was going to use to actually like push me forward and bless other people around me. So like, even though I didn't really understand at the time, I did understand like, yeah, I'm losing a lot, but there's no shame in like doing something in faith, not really knowing where it's going to lead. Cause in all honesty, it's not about where it leads. It's about who's with you on that journey. And I knew I was being surrounded with family and I was being surrounded with, of course, like the Holy Spirit. God was guiding me through all of it. Yeah, that's so... Yeah. And I think when you're in a program like this, you really have to see... Actually, when you're making a college decision, you want to see who you're taking along with you and the leadership that you're signing up for. So I love that you said that. Um, Matt, as a first year in our certificate track, what is your favorite class you've taken? Yeah. Definitely uh, Pastor Jake's class, his systematic theology class. I think specifically in like the first semester talking about the fourfold purpose of man, like, and that that's meaning like our purpose is, it involves like character relationship, function and reproduction. I think at the time, and it still does, the thing that stuck out the most to me was uh, reproduction. And I had this like revelation, like talking about reproduction, like meaning discipleship and meaning, yeah, it sounds so funny, <laughs> but like meaning discipleship and having like people under you, like equipping, equipping being like younger people in this case or maybe students I know a lot of people are involved in the youth ministry so like student <laughs> Dylan involving uh, like equipping students with um, whatever but like centered around the word of God and I, I really had that big because that's not something I want to do like I don't want to have like these like middle schoolers like messing around with me and I'm like dude I don't want that right so it's something I was like no I don't want to disciple nothing but like if we're striving to be like Jesus like that's something that he did yeah. so it's like I'm gonna have to do that and I just really kind of walking with that throughout this semester and I hope to like Walk with uh, walk with students, walk with people, and just like equip them centered around God. You know. Yeah, um, I I think all the different classes that you guys take is amazing and systematic theology. I feel like there's a lot to it. <laughs> um, Weston, you started this program in January. Actually, Weston is a preview day success story. <laughs> Because last October, he RSVP'd at 7 a.m. the day of, and now he's here on stage. So I think that's amazing. Um, you started the program in January. You're working a full-time job. And so I know a lot of the times when you're looking into a college education, um, you have maybe the luxury or you don't, you're not working a full-time job. So how did you... Um, make the decision to make it fit in your schedule. Um, and, you know, obviously those sacrifices had to come. So how did you make that decision? Yeah, so um, it's a good question. Um, as far as, like, how did I decide to, like, fit it in my schedule, everything is just what you prioritize. Yeah. Um, so, like, I just made it a priority. And for me, like, the main reason was community. And, um, <clears throat> sorry, just let me croak in the mic real quick. <laughs> but... Um, Sorry, horrible microphone manners. But um, yeah, so actually, like right after I signed up, I had another business opportunity present itself to me. Um, and so I actually went to a couple of these meetings. And um, first off, little little side note, if a guy's wearing like the same suit, same shirt, same shoes to the business meeting, like one week apart, he's probably not a baller. But that's beside the point. But anyway, um, after this opportunity presented itself to me, I really, it was like a week after I signed up for college. So like I legit just like went in my office and I just started like praying, thinking and like writing out what was important to me. And so like, obviously um, I'm wanting, I want to be an entrepreneur. I feel like that's something God has called me to. Um, yeah, it's not some awesome ministry, but to me it is. Um, but yeah, so, like, I just really sat down and I started, like, praying and thinking about, like, um, what God wants for me. And so, like, for the last four years, something I do every year is, and it's just my personality, but I'll sit down and write a one-year and five-year plan for myself and the business. And it always turns out, ends up being all about the business and all this crazy success. But um, this last, the week after I signed up, was the first time when I sat down and I started um, thinking about my future. Mm -hmm. I, for whatever reason, I started worrying about more of who I'm becoming than what I accomplish. Yeah. And so when I started thinking of it in that perspective, yeah, I had a business opportunity that could have been pretty lucrative, um, but 
it was, I wasn't surrounding myself with the best people. Um, and so while from an objective standpoint, a Bible college may not coincide exactly with business, it does from the standpoint of who you become. And this college really provides an opportunity for you to surround yourself, not only with peers that are all pushing for the same thing and want to push you, but the leaders around like legit Pastor Cody, Pastor Jake, Brian, Pastor Sean, um, all these people that, I mean, are on staff that want to pour into you. Um, Yeah, it's just really incredible. Yeah, it's really good. And I think something that Pastor Cody always says is God cares, as much as God cares about what you're doing, he cares about who you're becoming um, along the way. And I think a huge part of that is the people you're surrounding yourself with and the community that you're surrounding yourself with. And I hope that you guys all feel that in the room, that all of our college students, our current college students, um, have found some of their best friends in this room. And I think that's something really special. Um, And a huge part of that is um, the housing part that we offer. And this is the first time we've done that this year. But we have um, apartments that we have for our students that get to live together. And so Morgan, as someone who lives in our girls' apartment, can you speak into what community is like and how your experience in housing has been? First of all, a little shout out to 424. We love our little apartment. Um, Yeah, housing was something, it was so funny, I was talking to somebody about this just like last week of like, housing was not something I was looking forward to. Like when I first moved here and was like, I have to do housing, I was like, I'm moving in with six strangers. Like I'm 21 moving in with people who are like younger than me and some who are like older than me. I was like, I'm just like, this like feels weird. I was like, um, but it was something of I like was really nervous about it. And then we got there and it was just like an automatic like family of like, you're taking so many people who have the same like goal and the same vision and for their life of like just following Jesus and putting them in one household. Like how can there not be success in that? Um, And so it's like, as much as I would love to get up here and be like, everything's perfect. We're always happy. We never fight. Like it's wonderful. Like there's always going to be issues. You take six other people, seven people from different backgrounds. Like there's people who believe different or there's people who just have grown up differently. There's people who do things different ways. So, um, but something that Pastor Cody had talked about actually in our college chapel last week was, um, everybody in your life is perfecting something in you. And so like me and Grace sat down and talked about that and we were like, each person in our apartment's like perfecting something in us. So when I come home and there's like dishes in the sink and I'm like angry about it, like upset about it, I'm like, that's like perfecting something in me of like, in a way I react or something, you know? And so it's just like, you learn how to be with people and you learn that they are um, helping you grow and they're perfecting something in your life. Uh, You may not even notice it until we move out. And just be able to think like, I'm perfecting something in their life. Like this is like just a situation that is, it's built for growth. And it's just, it's like a little apartment, just like growth all the time. Um, And then also just like, the fact that you always have people there. Like I can come home from a really hard day at work and I walk into our apartment and I know Hazel's gonna be there to give me a hug. I know Grace is gonna be there making TikToks and doing weird dances. Like (laughs) Caitlin's gonna be there to like ask me how my whole day was, right? Like things like that of like, I always have people there who are like comforting me who I can go to and be like, hey, I had a hard day. And they could be like, let's talk about it. And then like just having those people around who um, cope differently than you and can maybe help you cope in better ways, you know? So even being like, um, I just have so many things to say about housing, sorry. I really do love my apartment. Yeah. Um, but just like, like I'm introverted. Everybody knows this, I am an introvert through and through. And so living in an apartment with six people who are extroverts is a lot sometimes, but it's like, like we are teaching each other like those things. So I, at times feel like I can teach them of like, hey, it is important to be alone sometimes. Like we need that time. And they're teaching me of like, hey, like you can't live without community. Like you can't do this like without us. Um, So I think it's just a really like stretching season. It's a growing season, but um, like I've met some of my like best friends here, so I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Autumn, do you want to speak into that? Um, as another girl in 424, how is your college life like in terms of um, community and student life? Um, yeah, I mean, coming across the country, like, I mean, having an apartment of girls is really, like, to the court is a blessing because I don't have a family to go home to. I have them, and they are family for sure. And um, But student life in general and community, I think that... It is under Cody and Angel's leadership. Um, it's extremely intentional. And I think the fruit of that intentionality is 
authenticity between each other. Um, it's tight knit. I, I really think it gets better every day. I mean, coming out of high school, I wanted a community that um, was healthy and that I didn't feel drained because I think that's a main feeling I felt, especially towards the end of high school, just feeling drained with the community I was in. Um, and so being in a place where I, it's the, the total opposite. Um, and yeah, I mean, our, our student life is just so, it's great. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, guys. I love that. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday, but student life is like one of the pillars of our college with academics and practicums. Um, so thanks for speaking into that, guys. Um, another thing that we offer, again, is practicums. We've kind of mentioned it here and there, um, but that really is a huge part of our program. Um, I went to a Bible college, not free chapel college, but um, I think I came out a lot with head knowledge, but I actually like was never involved in my local church, and so I think there's a difference of, um, you know, you can learn about the Bible and learn about ministry, but if you're not doing, um, you miss a whole part of it, and so that's why I love the ministry um, practicums um, of our program, and so we have eight different tracks that are students get to choose from right now. And so a lot of them have uh, mentioned their practicum, but Matt, could you tell us a little bit about your practicum and what's maybe the most valuable thing you've learned in practicum? Yeah, so I'm in the production practicum, and I think like every week you're constantly learning a lot of practical stuff. Like you're gonna learn about audiovisual stuff, the board, the lighting design, whatever. But I think honestly, like the biggest thing was like handling a lot of these like responsibilities that they kind of give you. And I think I'm assuming it's the other practicums. They kind of like throw a lot of. Uh, um, responsibilities at you like pretty quickly. It's like you get in here and it's like, all right, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of that, you're in charge of that. And it like comes out like a little like, whoa, you know, but, and then I definitely in the beginning, like did not fully like take advantage of like what I was given. And I was like, kind of like belittled everything that I did. But I think we really do have to, or I've found out that all these responsibilities that I'm given that are entrusted, like I have them for a reason. Right. And, um, really just taking advantage of it. And it's, it's so fun and it's so fulfilling serving on Sundays and during the week for practicums. But yeah, I love it. Ashley, can you tell us about maybe the most valuable thing you've learned in worship practicum so far? Um, I really, we really spoke about this one thing and it's really like put weight on my like worship life and it's, um, structure minded, flow sensitive. And it's, um, like you make a set list, you prepare yourself, you spend time with the Lord. And then once you're up on like the platform, you have your structure, but you, once you're there, your flow sensitive and you're like sensitive to the Holy Spirit for it to just move. Yeah. And I really love that because when you don't have the structure minded part set, like you, you just walk on the platform with your own talent and you're not there like holding hands with the Lord and saying, okay, God, like you move in this moment because you're not prepared. How can you hear the Holy Spirit tell you what to do and how to minister to the people, to the congregation when you haven't had that flow, that structure minded time, but okay, Lord, you lead me time, you know, like that time of really getting to know the Lord, you know, yeah. but that's something that's put weight yeah. on me that's and we, I got that at, Practicum. Yep. <laughs> Practicum. Yeah. Ashley was actually saying, I'm just like adding this. All right. Um, are you guys awake? Are you guys alive today? Come on. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. I know that our voices are all beautiful up here and like, you know, um, but like, uh, but okay. So I actually would like to add on to something more practical, what you just mentioned about like uh, structured mind or flow sensitive this morning, actually for college chapel or staff chapel, uh, Pastor Jean uh, Bevere was here, and she's like, I know who that is. Um, but uh, he was here this morning, and we practiced a set, um, and we were all here, the team and stuff, and then, like, the, the Pastor Van came up, and we're like, oh, we're not going to do the song that we're not going to do. So, like, we have to change it up. So we changed it up, and, like, we went completely different. But, like, it's just to know it's, like, worship, you know, practicing on worship leaders and stuff is just really important. And it's just instilled what you just said, like, structure-minded, flow-sensitive. Yeah. Like, whatever the Holy Spirit. We practice and yeah. we rehearse what we rehearse, but whatever the Holy Spirit. At the end of the day, you need to have sensitivity, yeah. right? We're sensitive for that movement. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so all. thankful that our worship students up here are so sensitive to that because you, you led us in worship this morning and we could feel that. So, yeah. Yeah, you did great. Um, 
Yeah, and just for people who aren't maybe familiar with our schedule, we we have practicum time twice a week, and then they're serving in their practicums on Sundays. And so, um, Elizabeth, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what your role on Sunday looks like in the creative practicum. Um, on Sundays, I do serve in the creative practicum. I also serve in production on Sundays, um, more specifically. But um, it's really just... Okay, so for creative, um, Sundays are kind of like a big deal, obviously. So we will go and capture photo, video. Um, we make graphics as well for Sundays. If we have a guest speaker, like this past Sunday, we had Pastor John Bevere. Um, and yeah, and we get Jensen next week. But um, I, I think one thing that I have learned, especially... Um, taking photos and videos on a Sunday is, which we've like talked about before um, in practicum is that it's more than just like a photo or a video for people. Um, we, a lot of the time, uh, people find us from social media and they, and they like see what we're all about here and they wanna come in person and for themselves to see what, what it really is. But even um, just a few weeks ago, we had baptisms and I think it's really special that our team can capture those moments for people. And um, even like we were discussing, like someone can can look at a photo that we've taken for them of the moment that they decided to publicly like follow Christ and like be able to remember all the emotions and the feelings that they, they had in that moment. And like seeing um, Pastor Cody or Pastor Ben or Pastor Jake pray over them and just always a kind of a reminder of of why they made that decision. But um, also just, we are able to capture the community we have here. And um, and I think we do that so beautifully. And then obviously in production is just uh, like Matt was saying, you know, you have audio um, visuals and everything. And I think that that is so important. And a lot of people don't notice it is because like production, like they create the atmosphere of, of a Sunday. Um, I mean, without audio, without visuals, without lighting, it would, it would not be as beautiful as it is. Of course, like God would be there, but just wouldn't look as cool. (laughs) And I think everyone has such a big part to play in making it happen. Like Sundays are our big things and we never know who's walking in the door on Sundays. And I love that with all of the practicums and all of the ministries that we have, um, we're really, I mean, it's like the body of Christ. We're all doing our thing, but... Um, specifically production and all of that, such behind the scenes stuff. So um, yeah, we love our production team. So um, Josh, do you think you could speak into maybe what's the biggest or the most valuable thing you've learned in practicum, given that you've um, kind of gotten a glimpse of a couple this year? Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, to be honest, for those of you who will be starting the college, uh, you'll notice if you're probably doing more than one practicum that most of what you do is is stuff that's pretty easy to do. I mean, to be honest, like maybe stacking chairs or coming up with an Instagram post or planning a movie night or refilling snacks for kids or just picking up students for youth, that's not something that's hard to do. That's not something you have to go like study four years for in college. I'm not harshing on any SEU students, but <laughs> the thing is the, th- the, the thing that you can take away from it though is spiritual formation. Because the thing is, is when your attitude gets checked because you're like, oh, I'm tired or like, dude, do I really have to be holding a sign outside? Or man, these kids are getting on my nerves, man. I'm about to hit one of them with my car. Like, you know, I'm, you know, it tests, it tests your attitude. And the thing is, is there's going to be times like I just said that everything you're going to do in the college is something where if you just did it by itself, it's not that hard. But you've heard from the third years that a lot of them just wanted to quit. So you're hearing one thing where it's like, oh, wait, this seems like everything we're going to do is pretty easy. Like I wouldn't be able to have a hard time doing it, but then how come people have been tested with wanting to give up? It's because there's a level of consistency that's needed to make it through this program and actually see the right fruit through it. Right. right? So the thing is, is that when you get tested, your level of consistency is actually a reflection of your maturity and your character. So that's, what's going to really like take people out. So it's not that I learned how to do anything specifically, but I learned how to manage relationships. A lot of some, some of the people I, you know, have been in practicum with, I'm really good friends with. I've been with friends with them since before I joined the college, before 
I knew I was going to join the college, but I had to learn, okay, this is how we can be professional. This is how we can address like things that, you know, maybe will be uncomfortable conversations. But then this is also how like we can be friends, have fun while doing ministry. And so there's a lot of things you're going to learn. There's skill sets that you're going to learn in this college that will last you for the rest of your life. Because when you have an issue with a coworker in the future, or you're not having good communication with leadership because there wasn't like something you understood, or maybe there's someone that you're discipling or leading that isn't following instruction, you're gonna be able to look back at these two years and be like, oh wait, okay, I know how to manage, like handle something like this. I know how to handle, cause this is just like, this is the testing ground. This is where you can make big mistakes and like the leadership here has enough grace to like guide you through it and correct you so that you can go out and be the leader you're called to be. Yeah, you said so many good things, but I think um, even like touching on, it's not maybe hard tasks that you're going to be faced with, but it is like, I mean, ministry is like hard work in terms of your character building and pruning. Have we talked about that? But I do think it comes down to balance and priorities and um, it's two years that you'll never forget and it's fruitful with it, but it is hard work, just like any any good thing. Um, and even talking about balance, um, I know Weston, we already talked about your full-time um, work, but... I'm curious how you balance full-time work, family, friends, and um, serving in church now. Yeah, so um, it's a lot. I don't have very much free time, if any. But, um, well, first, one thing that all of this has taught me is just how to um, really be responsible with my time. So that's really good. Um, But I mean, honestly, the cliche answer is just, oh, you know, get a planner, plan, whatever, which is very important. But I think just as important is like you're planning for a reason. So kind of like in the worship practicum of structure-minded, flow-sensitive. In life, the, um, the application is just being present in that moment to truly get everything you need out of it. Yeah. So like, you know, right, right now I'm here. This is, this is my world. I'm 100% in this moment. Yeah. Um, I'm still working on it, obviously. But... Um, yeah, I think for me, that's probably the biggest thing I'm learning so far is just how to plan and be as responsible as my time as possible, yeah. but staying in the moment. Yeah, yeah it's, an, it's a hard balance too. And I think there'll be seasons where um, you might have a little bit more free time or you might feel pressed and there's a lot of things going on in church and in school. So um, yeah, it's all, it's all a balance. Um, Elizabeth, could you speak into uh, maybe what's your biggest takeaway from the program as a whole? Um, Elizabeth is a second year. She's graduating soon. Um, And so what's your biggest takeaway from the last two years? Um, It'll probably just be like the discipline that's learned here. Um, I know like how Weston was talking about like time management. It can be a lot thrown at you all at once. Um, and if you like aren't able to manage your time well, like it can be overwhelming. I know for me, a last year was, and the beginning of this year was learning how we are given a lot of responsibilities. We are constantly serving and it's amazing and I loved it, but then I was neglecting like my time with God. And so just kind of it, being here like really helped me like, ha- like gain those habits and, and learn that discipline of, okay, I'm going to get up at 5.30 and um, go to the gym and then read my Bible and then like come here. And then, um, so just like, it's just really been like stretching me in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you have very good leaders to show you that too. Our creative department is amazing. Shadani and Marina. Yeah, have, they are. Some um, of the best I think even like balance and discipline and stuff like that. I see that in them and in you. Um, And just, and that's cool that you get to call them practicum leaders and friends. Um, I'd love if we could talk about a little bit about the mentorship and the leadership that goes on in our program. Maybe Josh, you can um, speak into that. Is there, do you feel like you've had leadership and mentorship in your life as a student here? Man, I don't, I don't even know where to start because the thing is, is like, I've always thought to myself, if you're not being discipled or mentored, like, what are you doing? You know, because you got to have people who can see your gaps and fill them, you know? And like, the thing is, we all only just see the one tree that's in front of us, but like a mentor or like the leadership, they can see the whole forest, right? So they can see the consequences of your actions or like what you think is a good idea, but they can see it like two, three, four years down the road. And they can call that out in you and say like, Hey, like you might want to 
fix this. And a lot of the times, like when I say fill your gaps, you know, I know like a lot of people my age, like some 21, but everyone's all, some people are like, man, I just can't wait to get married. I'm like, bro, you need discipleship. Like you need to get discipled, bro. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, is just like, I think about how, um, I think about Titus uh, in the book of Titus and just like about what it looks like for uh, the older men and the younger men. The two, the one thing that both of them have in common is to be self-controlled. Uh, and of course, cause I'm a man, right? Or like, I'm a, I'm just a male. <laughs> I'm still on my way to being a man. But the thing is, is like, like, you know, you learn, you, you can learn different things from people who have your back. And, uh, you know, if, if you don't have someone who's discipling you, uh, you know, you're not going to know where you're headed. You know, I had uh, my, one of my first mentors said this to me, but he's like, uh, if you have no mentor or sorry, he said, follow your, you see your mentor and you'll know what your future looks like. But if you have no mentor, you're living your future. So the thing is, this is like a lot of you guys want to already know where you want to go, or maybe you don't know who you are yet and you don't know where you want to go, which I think those things are closely tied together, to be honest. But the thing is, is like a mentor is going to be able to like pull out the greatness from you because they're willing to risk the relationship they have with you to see you succeed. And to be honest, like not a lot of people in our generation are like willing to do that. And to be able to be vulnerable with someone who's going to be able to actually help you. I'm not saying being vulnerable with some of your friends in a small group or someone who's like at your same position in life, but someone who's like walked through it and actually has fruit on the tree because otherwise you're just being vulnerable. And like, to be honest, like they may be united with you and make you feel better and encourage you. Like, yeah, man, I got you. I understand how hard it is to go through that. But at the end of the day, like if you're struggling with a sin or you have a stronghold in your life, you're going to be standing in front of Jesus when your life passes by yourself. You're not going to be with your friends. So the thing is, is like the answer to like going through something hard or to getting spiritually formed is, is by being discipled by someone who's going to give you the truth. Not someone who's just going to make you feel good. Honestly, like some of the best conversations I've had with Cody, I was like, dude, I don't know if I can come tomorrow, man. I don't want him to see me like ever again. Like I, I was so embarrassed or something, you know, but like that you need leadership like that. And we have some of the best leaders here and like just some advice for those of you who are going to be starting or who maybe already are in the college and are looking for leadership figures or someone to mentor you. Your mentor or leader can only lead the person they think they're leading. So you have to be transparent. If you're not sharing things you're going through, if you're not sharing struggles, if you're not sharing family life or financial life or struggles you're going through, how are they supposed to speak truth into something that you're lying about? It doesn't make sense, but uh, that's pretty much all I have to say on that. That's really good. That's really good. And I think even um, talking about... What, I don't, I'm going to butcher the saying, but it's like, look at the five people around you and that says a lot about your life. And I think we get to choose who gets to speak into our life and pour into our life. And so um, I am going to give Pastor Cody a shout out because I think he's like the greatest yeah. leader. Pastor Cody and is amazing. I can't talk about mentorship and leadership without talking about Pastor Cody. And so when you're signing up for Free Chapel College, you're signing up to be under the greatest leader. So... And now we're done, so we can leave. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Autumn, I would love for you to um, talk a little bit about that too. Do you feel like you've been able to gain some leadership and mentorship through this program? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that I didn't realize I was really craving until I started receiving it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think, I'm so thankful to have parents and older siblings that have been such strong spiritual leaders in my life. But you also need people that are with you in this season on the day to day that can see your growth like tangibly and like really be there. And I think a lot of us, you know, you wanna be seen, you wanna be heard and you wanna be understood. And um, we really do have access to such solid leadership, um, not just Cody and Angel, but just this this church in general. And I think realizing that and um, letting them speak into you um, is just, it's, it's so cool. And it's just beginning, especially for me. Like, I know I have so much more. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I'm so thankful. Good. So glad. Um, as we wrap up, I want to really give Morgan a chance to speak into this because um, she has a huge story about preview day and how she came um, for the first time and never even walked into a Sunday service before she signed up to be a student here. And so, Morgan, you can just tell us a little bit about um, how you found us and what that day was like for you. Yeah, the... um 
kind of just the lead up to finding Free Chapel was just like kind of a whirlwind. Like it was, so I went right when I graduated high school and moved to New York City to work in full-time ministry. And um, I was just living my best life there, loved what I did, loved my job. And then COVID happened and I got sent home and I had to move back to my hometown. And that was like really, like it sounds so dramatic, but it was like devastating for me. Like it was like, I had felt like my plans were just like flipped upside down. And I was like, God, like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, this was the only plan I had. Um, and so I just kind of had a season of of just really like wondering about that and just kind of thinking that through. So I had got tired of God, of, of waiting for God. And so I decided to like make my own plan, which don't do, it doesn't work. But um, so I got to a place, I was determined. I said, I'm moving to Texas. I was like, I have friends in Texas. I'm moving to Texas. So I was just, I was so set on it. I was like, this is all I'm going to do. And you know, those things you like do where you're like, I say I'm doing this, but like God's being like, no, you're not like, you're not going to do that. Like that was one of those things. I was like, I'm moving to Texas and Jesus is like, no, you're not. And I'm like, but I am though. So <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's what's happening. Um, so it was just like, I like this, like I had had this like six month period before I was going to be moving. Like I had a roommate, I had a housing situation. I had a job lined up. Like I had everything. I was like, I am going, this is what I'm doing. And so I had like six months of just sitting there waiting, which is the most awful thing ever. Um, And I was, I remember it so specifically, I was sitting um, in my room and I got a follow on Instagram from Free Chapel College. And I was like, I just looked at it and I was like, I have a lot of friends in ministry. I was like, maybe this is one of their things. I was like, I've never heard of Free Chapel. I've never heard of Free Chapel College. I don't know what that is. So I looked at it and I was like, "Mm, this is weird, like whatever. And like ignored it. And then just like day after day, I like kept just thinking about it again and being like, I don't know, maybe I should like look at their Instagram page a little bit more, like check it out again. And um, one of the days I went to go back to look at it, there was an Instagram post for preview day. And I was like, hmm, like interesting, like that might be fun. I was like, I'm not doing anything else. I'm just like waiting to move to Texas. Like might as well go do like a preview day. And I like remember on the drive there, I was like on the phone with my best friend and he was like, oh, would you ever actually do this? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Like I would never sign up for this college. Like I was like, I am not going there. Like it's just, just for fun, which I think about now. And like, nobody goes to a college preview day just for fun. Like that's <laughs> nobody like, like you, you, some of you guys might be saying that right now, but like, just wait. Um, but like, I like literally the words that came out of my mouth is I'm just going for fun. Like that is all this is like, I am not going to do this. I was so set in my way of like, I am moving to Texas and that's all there is. Um, and then I just like, I like people will ask me like what switched. And it's like this thing of like, I walked in here and I don't even like remember what changed. It was literally just, I walked in here and immediately all those thoughts of like, I'm not doing this were gone. And it was like, I literally had completely forgotten that like, I was so set on not doing this. It was like, I came here and I was so, I felt like I was already so set into a community and so set into a family. And it just felt so like right being here. And, um, it's like, like I had so many people talking to me and wondering, like asking so many questions, like asking about my story, asking about what I did. And it's like crazy now. Cause I, at my previous day table, like Crystal said earlier, sat with Crystal and my other roommate now, Grace, and we all sat together. And it's like, we were just like talking about, you know, what God's doing. They're like, what do you like want out of this college? And I was like, I have no idea. Like, I was like, I, until this moment, didn't think I was ever going to do it. Like, and so just seeing like the leadership here and seeing people pour into each other, not just leaders pouring into each other, but like students pouring into each other and just, um, hearing like the, the, what happens here and like sitting in on the practicums. I was like, I was just like amazed the whole time. I was like, this is insane that like, like I am sitting here right now and like, I actually have like, God's like led me to this place. And so I, um, as soon as I walked out, I went and FaceTimed my best friend again. And I was like, oh my gosh, I like want to sign up for this college. I was like, I want to go here so bad. And he was like, what changed? I was like, I don't know, but like, I want to do it. And so it was just this whole like crazy events of like, obviously that whole thing was Jesus. Like I ended up here with no other reason except the fact that Jesus wanted me to be here. Um, and so just like, the intentionality behind Free Chapel really like, I mean, they had called me several times after I had applied, like they had um, asked me to come out for another visit. Like I was in contact with people here. And so um, it was just a very like, 
I don't know. It was just so interesting to see that. And like, so I've said this to many people I've talked to this weekend of like, so many people have been like, yeah, I'm just here just cause like, I'm just hanging out. And I was like, watch what you say. <laughs> like, you never know. But like, honestly, like some people might be here just for fun and like, you might not do the college. That's great. I want you to do what you feel like God's leading you to do, but like, don't close off completely. Yeah. Like, don't be like, I'm not doing this. There's no way. Like, God's going to move where he wants to move. And so if he wants you to join this college, like join the college. Like, even if you have other plans, I was going to move to Texas. Like I was so, so set on that. Can you guys imagine me in Texas? No, I don't know what I was thinking. And so it's like, I was so set on that because I was too impatient to wait for what God was doing. Like I had to wait like six more months and I was so impatient. I was like, I'm going here and God redirected that and really brought me to a place like I would never change my decision. And I think this is one of the best things I decided to do, even if it doesn't always make sense. You know, like I said before, like I had already been in full-time ministry for two years. I decided I wasn't going to go to college. Like I had all these things and God just really like flipped that upside down and like has like centered me into this community, which is amazing. And I think it's cool that you're saying like you gave God your plans and he totally switched it on its head. I can just imagine Morgan driving being like, why am I going? And she just I was really, I really was. I was like, what am I doing? Like, and again, I thought about it and I kept saying I was doing it just for fun. Again, why would I go to a random college that I've never, I'd never heard of free chapel. Yeah. Why would I go to a preview day just for fun right. if I didn't know anybody here? You I know? know. It's such a God story, and I love seeing it um, now just because you're doing such amazing things now. Um, but I think also really cool shout out to our creative team because that random Instagram post got you. It did, and whoever followed me, I've talked to everybody, and they're like, we don't do that. There and I was you like, go. well, somebody did, so. There you go. Um, no, I love that story, and I think um, that's something that I would I want to just touch on is like, I was talking to someone yesterday, like we want what what God's best is for you. And if that is Free Chapel College, we want that for you. And we're praying that for you. And I think it's just up to you guys to see um, how you guys feel and what you guys want to invest in. Again, two years is an investment and um, it's fruitful and it's hard work, but it's fun work. And so um, I, think, I think it's really cool to hear all of your stories. Um, really quick, I know... Um, financial um, burdens or questions might be in your head, especially when you're signing up for college. It is a huge financial investment. And so, um, Anthony, maybe you can talk to us about what would you say to someone who really, really wants to do Free Chapel College and feels like they're supposed to be here but are worried about um, the financial stress of it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think we all worry about finances. And I was actually looking at Matthew 6, 28, And it says, uh, and why, let me preach to you today. (laughs) It says, um, uh, so there's two questions to this, but, um, or two answers to this. But the first one is, why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their own clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that there are today uh, and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Uh, why do you have so little faith? And it says, this is not me, okay? This is the Bible. Um, so uh, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the, the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I think like that's that's huge, right? Like going into this, I'm not saying be silly, right? And make a irresponsible decision, right? Like be wise, but really going into this with the step of faith, take a leap of faith, you know, um, uh, don't worry about finances. God will provide. Uh, he's always been so faithful in my life constantly again and again and again. And I'm just like, why am I worried right now? Like, bro, chill. You know, and like, kind of like what Dylan was saying, like, chill, you know, and like, um, I don't need to worry about anything. God's got my back and uh, he's so much bigger than my problem, you know. Um, And if you're holding back, whether it's a financial situation or whether it's a career situation, really, what more to do than to sow into the kingdom of God? Mm -hmm. You can never go wrong with making this decision. Believe me, you won't regret it. And I know um, we were all talking about the amazing leadership here, but um, I could really speak from experience of like leadership and like quality people, you know? Um, I've seen it, you know? And really coming to Free Chapel, it was really such an eye-opener for me just to see how 
celebration is part of this culture and how we just all just really love each other and we all just really like celebrate each other and like honor each other you know from like the highest leader to the lowest person you know like um we just really do and we all really love each other and uh man come and be a part of what god is doing here you know you won't regret it that's great Yeah, and I think just to touch on what Anthony said, whether it's a financial burden or stress or a career move or getting your family on board or just switching up your plans in general or making sure if you can make the schedule work, I think my biggest piece of advice could be is just to take steps. I think God can't redirect you or close doors or open doors if you're still. And so whether that's filling out an interest card, filling out an application might be your next step. It might be talking to your parents. Um, It might be asking your job permission to do it, just little things like that. Your next step is very um, specific to you. Um, but I would just encourage you guys to just take one step so that God can close doors and can and he can, cl- he can open doors as well. And so um, as we just thank our panels, I'm gonna ask Pastor Cody to come up just to close us off. But thank you guys for being up here. It was such an honor to hear from you guys. So... So good. Come on, one more time. Big round of applause for all of our students. Incredible. Isn't that good? That's good. Hey, uh, before we close today, um, we're just going to have some space in the back for maybe if you have specific questions. Our team would love to uh, meet you, to hear about your story, um, and maybe to answer any specific questions that you have. But I'll just end today with the um, same encouragement that I left you with yesterday, um, kind of in line with what Morgan was saying. I think it's actually so powerful that, uh, you know, maybe don't be closed off uh, to this idea. Maybe just to have a posture today where your heart is open to maybe what God um, has for you. And it may, may, be op- may be open to the possibility that what God has for you is different than maybe what you have planned for you. And I think today, maybe a great step is if you're just checking out Free Chapel College, maybe you're in your heart today just saying, maybe, maybe it's an option. Um, We've got an interest card we would love to uh, have you fill out and just to be able to express some interest, just to say, hey, I'd love to get the conversation going on maybe talking about specifics and trying to pray and discern um, if this is for me. What the interest card does is it's really just our opportunity to join you in prayer uh, for what God has for you. I just believe Um, that we are committed to God's best ahead of you. We're more committed to your future than we are to the past. And so really wanted to take that step today just to say, hey, let's pray together and join our faith just to see what God's best is for your future. Maybe it's college, maybe it's not, but I hope that at least today we can just have that possibility to say, I'm just gonna be open to the idea of what God may be trying to speak to me. I think we all can glean something from that last panel. Certainly there's a lot of wisdom, but more importantly, I think you could hear from our students, just the way that God has moved in their life as a result of being around the right kind of leaders and the right kind of atmosphere, and just being planted, I think, in, in good soil. That's really what this place is. Um, but maybe you're here today and you've had a, mo- a moment like Morgan where you just say, hey, as a result of preview day, I came in with just a whatever. I'm just kind of checking it out for fun. But you feel there's a stirring in your heart. The encouragement I want to leave you with is what God is calling you to is too important for you to miss out on. Don't ignore that feeling. It's not just hype. It's not just us trying to make a sales pitch. We really want God's best to be worked out in your life for you to live out your purpose. So if you're here today, you feel that stirring in your heart. I don't want you to ignore that. I think what could be a great step for you is just complete the application. We say it before, let's go. The application isn't a commitment. It's not you're signing your life away. We're not holding you to that. Um, But really, it's just a chance for you to actually take that first step of faith to say, God, I'm believing you in this. And let's just watch how the journey plays out. Um, And so if that's you, we're gonna have some um, team available to help you fill that out. And we're gonna waive the application fee today. Usually it's just a small charge, um, but today we're just gonna make it all free uh, for everybody to make it as easy as possible. So even if you're like, maybe today's a good day to fill that out so you can save a little bit of cash uh, moving forward. But I'd love to pray with you as we close today. Um, Once again, I think it's so significant that you are a part of preview days. And the last two days, come on, day two is even better than day one. Um, yeah, (laughs) let's go. Somebody's excited. Come on, let's all raise our faith to that level of excitement. Um, 
Really, really, I think it's been significant the last two days, but I'd love just to pray a prayer of blessing and covering over us as we dismiss today. God, I thank you for every single student. I thank you for every heart, for every story. God, you don't just see a crowd today. You see every individual story, every individual life, and every individual calling and purpose upon them. And I pray a prayer right now, like Timothy prayed, that there would just be a fanning into flame. God, that every little spark, every little uh, deposit that you have placed in their life would be something that grows like a wildfire within them, that they would be consumed and burning with a passion, God, to see your kingdom come. Lord, I pray for every decision that is yet to be made about educational experiences or for their next step in their future. God, that you would breathe clarity and peace over every decision that's made. God, that you would just have your hand upon them, that you would allow, God, just your Holy Spirit to lead the way. I pray that promise over the book of Proverbs that says you order the steps of the righteous. And as it's our desire to seek you and to serve you first, God, we believe that there's an ordering happening, a prophetic journey among every story that you're beginning to orchestrate behind the scenes, even of history uh, and in, in our lives, leading us to this moment. So God, I ask for your Holy Spirit to be with us as we leave this place. God, I pray a special prayer of blessing that you would cover every heart and every mind every decision, God, that you would lead them and guide them, that you would cause even just your blessing and your face to shine upon them and and help God there to be just a sense today of your best ahead of us. Let us leave today with not just a sense of optimism, but a sense of hope, God, of the things that are yet to come and the testimonies that are yet to be written. I thank you for every person here today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Well, we will be in the back uh, for either that interest card or the application, and some of our team would love to meet you. But hey, thanks again for coming today. We love you so much, and uh, we'll be in touch real soon. Love you.